Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and this is the season two finale episode. I'll be launching season three next Thursday, so be sure to tune in. On today's episode, you'll be meeting Alita, also known as Herbalista Love. Alita is a herbalist, holistic health practitioner, and founder of Herbalista Apothecary and Raiz Herbal Remedies. From her trainings in traditional Western herbalism to her understandings of traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, Alita has evolved into a holistic health field expert. She is nurturing a powerful wellness mecca, her talent for wild crafting and wisdom for health by connecting people together with a mission to bring freedom of health to all. Today, we discuss her origin story, the importance of plant medicine as an immunity booster, listening to your inner voice, and so much more. This Herbalista Musai is a healer to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Herbalista Love. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here's Alita of Herbalista Love on Musai Collective. Hello, Alita. Welcome to Musai Collective here in Cabarete. It's so great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I'm super grateful to be here. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. It's so great to have you. And for everyone listening, I happened to accidentally stroll into Alita's Apothecary in December of 2019, where she offers delicious elixirs, herbs, crystals, homemade skincare products, essential oils, and all the witchy things you can imagine. And I've been following your Instagram now ever since at Herbalista Love. And I've been wanting to have you on the podcast. And so welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'd love to to start this conversation off with having you share your origin story with us. Where did this journey begin for you as an herbalist? Okay, so it's an amazing story and I'm happy to share it because I think it could inspire a lot of people. So it started this way. I, I was born in Morocco and then my family flew to Canada, to Montreal, where I grew up, which was awesome because I got to be in touch with this international culture and, and mind openness that is there in Montreal. And so I did my studies and I, I finished my bachelor's degree in Montreal at the University of Montreal. And I started having chronic headaches. And so I was supposed to do a master's degree in communication, but my headaches were not allowing me to do it. So I had to ask for a year off where I just traveled, trying to understand what was my body trying to tell me, right? Because these symptoms were not there before, but I was not able to live my life like I used to do. So I traveled around the world trying to, to, to see what my body was trying to tell me. It was clearly that something I was meant to listen or to hear or to see something, right? So as I was very curious and wanting to learn and learn, I went and I was in Morocco. I went back to Morocco and I went and I went to a program of archaeology and anthropology in Morocco. So while I was reading the literature, I wasn't really interested about what humans were doing, but mostly how humans were living in harmony with nature. So that led me to ethnobotany, right? So I said, okay, I'm getting closer to what I enjoy, right? So I went back to Canada and I enrolled into a ecology program. And ecology is pretty much, you know, you, you learn how nature is, what, what nature is about, right? The biology of it. And I wasn't really interested 100%. And then I bumped into a program of aromatherapy. And then I saw where nature and the study of nature and the, the study and research of humans were bonding together, 
right? As the bridge. And then it was the <laughs> moment. Plus, I always had this feeling of, you know, when you go into a natural store and you, you, you like the smell so much that you feel good just by the smell and seeing mm -hmm. how the high frequency of everything natural and healthy is just shifting your energy right away. Yeah. So I already had that feeling and I was like, you imagine if you could have that as a job. And in my head, you know, that negative Nancy voice in your head was like, don't even think about it. This is a crazy dream. You know, who earns their life with oils? Yes. Right. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't mind. So I looked for a school of herbalism that was in Montreal and I went there. I remember I was going through a kind of like call it a depression it's more it's more like a life changing transition phase right they call it a depression it's just a phase where you're supposed to stop what you are doing and see what is not in alignment with your inner voice which was like screaming so loud that was why i had the headaches and doctors wanted to put me on antidepressant that would get me an addict in the first 10 days Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. You see how yeah. bad it's it is. So bad. Yeah. Okay. I, it was either choosing between getting on antidepressant and numbing out everything that I was feeling, this this desire for change or need for change to follow my purpose, mm -hmm. or not taking the the antidepressant, travel and search and do whatever I was meant to do to find my purpose and vocation. Oh, wow. You see. So <laughs> so finally, yeah. So I. I went to that, that the school in Montreal and I was I was crying and the director was like what is going on and I'm like I'm in this like life crisis I don't know what to do I was supposed to do a master's degree now this is what I feel like I want to do she said okay listen enroll in the first class this is the book just pay the first class this is the herb you're gonna leave with she gave me a tincture of skull cap which was meant to help with all of the nervous system issues including depression and, and anxiety and stress and you know not sleeping well she said that's your homework leave with this friend see how it goes read your book and we'll see or we'll take it from there right so I left. I was already feeling awesome. I was feeling accompanied, listened to, you know, I was like, okay, this feels good. I went home, starting reading. I started to read the first page. And since then, I was not able to stop. Wow. I'm, I'm like eating books of herbalism <laughs> and I live a life of plants, right? So since then, I opened the best door of my life after my child. <laughs> and and yeah, so here I am. So I remember after my first year of studying herbalism full time, I went back to Montreal to see my mom and I go, I, I arrive home with a suitcase full of herbs. Herbalists will know this is something like natural. <laughs> the suitcase is two third herbs, like unlabeled weird stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And so my mom looks at me and she's like, this is your grandmother. That's her. She travels with suitcases full of herbs. And then she tells me the story about my grandmother who was an herbalist famous in Morocco for fertility and broken bones. Wow. And then she, and then so I was like, oh my God, okay, it makes sense. So what I've been hearing is that the gift of herbs or healing is being passed from grandmother to grandchildren. It's passed this way. So I was like, okay, it makes sense to why I was feeling this way. And so my grandmother has been telling me that her father also was a healer and not like an energy healer and that it comes in the line. So, so this kind of just gave me a confirmation of what that inner voice was trying to tell me and what that beautiful 
process where at first I thought it was bad, you know, the headaches and the depression in Montreal and the doctors was just leading me to the most beautiful moment of my life. And I'm so happy to be able to share this because I really believe a lot of people can be going through something similar. But if, you know, they can hear this story, it can give the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Right. So I'm all about this. This is so amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's so funny. You really have to listen to your inner voice and don't ignore that because it's so funny how like it all stemmed really from your headaches and all of this that you were going through. And then, you know, in today's society that you go to the doctors and they just want to prescribe you and put you on these addictive numbing medications. And that's not the answer. And I think that more people need to hear that. Yeah. It's not the way. No. no. And like from from 2020 and beyond, it's all about unnumbing and listening to the voice and healing. And, and, you know, we came here for a purpose. And so headaches in traditional Chinese medicine are related to the liver and related to what they call the hun, which is pretty much, you know, what your soul came here to do on earth. And sometimes when the hun and the shen, these are like treasures and, and notions of traditional Chinese medicine, we, we're not doing what we came here to do, which is like, live in creativity and live our dreams mm-hmm. depression can come because depression is part of the symptoms of an un- imbalance in the liver meridians right like generally and briefly i'm giving yes. those terms so you can go deep into like traditional chinese medicine and then people go through depression depression is just there to show you that you have to stop listen go within and do the changes and a lot of the time a psychosomatic symptom is just a blessing in disguise that if you listen to why is this happening to me and you go and see what does it mean in ayurveda to have a headache or whatever condition you have or what does it mean in traditional chinese medicine it gives you a new lens to understand the imbalances in your body and how, and how the mind the emotions are related to what we can have as symptoms yeah. in our body. And it gives you, you know, a, a deeper understanding yeah. of what is going on. So you're not clueless and frustrated, but you have the tools and you become empowered into understanding how to take charge of your health. And yes, your life and absolutely. Do the There's seems to be like a disconnect these days with people understanding their bodies and just like with the fast food culture and not about, you know, harvest, you don't have to harvest your food, but you know, the plant medicine side of things or the healing properties of plants. <laughs> well, pretty much the disconnection stems from not, not knowing that we are connected to the whole, that the elements that constitute our body are also the elements that we see around us, that the seasons are in us, you know? And so when the more you research, the more you study, the more you know who you are, the more you're gonna see the interconnectedness that we have around us. And this makes you feel whole. This makes you have more compassion. This makes you feel less lonely. This makes you feel you know, more holy. And and then depression is not really hanging around when you're, you know, breathing into this amazing, you know, air and knowing that it comes from the stars and from the plants around us. And when, you know, as an herbalist, when I look around me, every, you know, everywhere around, I recognize a friend. I recognize an ally, right? I know their name, their botanical name, what they do, what parts are used, how they smell. <laughs> and so it's like knowing people, but you know, you know, you know them. So how do you feel alone? Yeah. You're always grateful for their presence. You get to harvest them. You get to transform them. You get to administer them to 
friends and family and people. So it's a beautiful way of life. And it's just, it's not just for the herbalist. We are all, you know, healers as humans and mostly, you know, women, we take care of our household, of our families. This has been going on for thousands of years. We have always been using plant medicine. We know about that. The cells of our body know how to interact. We don't have to do anything, you know, they're meant to do so. And so we knew how to use the herbs that were growing around us. We knew how to recognize, harvest, transform and administer them. And it's just been kind of lost and we've been disconnected. But luckily there's a coming back of our roots, of our origins that is being preserved. And uh, it's important as a sovereign being to know how to heal yourself, to know your anatomy, your physiology, your constitution, your dosha, you know, and, and know how to, when it's out of balance and when it's in balance and how to recalibrate it on your own. So you don't depend on no one. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. I'm all about <laughs> making sure you are sovereign, a sovereign being. I love it. What are the roots of herbalism? Like where can you say this really stemmed from ancestral wisdom and, you know, what exactly, if you want to explain to someone, what is a herbalist in a long story short? <laughs> yes. All right. Summary. Sorry. So, well, I can, I can tell you like about my life as an herbalist and what herbalists can do, right? So we've always been using herbs. That's something we, you know, it's part of our way of living. That's how we feed ourselves. That's how we heal ourselves. And so an herbalist can do so many things. The beautiful thing is that before when an herbalist, you had like the Chinese herbalist in China with their herbs, and then you had herbalists in North America in the indigenous tribe who were like the shaman who knew how to use their herbs, right? And then they had their their herbs that were growing around them. The beautiful thing about being an herbalist today in 2021 is that we have access to the knowledge of herbs all over the world at the fingertip, right? So now I have access to order these herbs, know about them, try them, and it's beautiful because it's like a wider, more global experience of an herbalist. But so an herbalist would do many things. You have, you can go and harvest your own herbs and, um, or grow your own herbs. You can also transform them and label them and sell them to, uh, prepare them and, you know, have them ready for clients. And also you can give wellness sessions, consultations where people come in and then you assess their health issues and then tell them what herbs they can use, right? So you can either do one of all of these or do them all if you want. And that's the beauty of it. You can also uh, write books. You can give coaching to people who want to, you know, know about herbalism without even having to grow your herbs or anything. So there's many aspects of it and you you'll find out what you prefer anyways. My favorite yeah. part is uh, <laughs> making the medicine. So harvesting, transforming and creating new remedies. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try some of these. <laughs> so you mentioned, you know, you currently offer one-on-one -on -one wellness consultations. Can you share with our listeners what it is you offer and how your consultations can really get to the root of someone's health issues and beyond? Okay, so the way it works is that, you know, you're going to come to me and you have of health issues, some some need that you, some help that you need, and 
I'll be listening to what exactly you need. From there, I'm going to ask you questions to know who you are, your terrain, constitution, and uh, we're going to go system by system, nervous system, digestive system, circulatory, reproductive system, and we'll see their state. Are you taking any medication? What's your lifestyle? What is your diet like? Mm -hmm. Do you exercise? And then when I know you, I'm going to understand where the imbalance comes from. And this is where the mind of the herbalist is like, okay, so that's your portrait right here. And now I'm creating links in my head to herbs that will help your body. And I'm talking about the emotional, the mental, the physical, and the spiritual body can get help to auto-regulate. So this kind of like brain... The web. (laughs) Web (laughs) is something that you train when you... Uh, study herbalism Uh and practice herbalism you know it's like a tool that you have that is always there always there accessible as you're speaking to your client exactly just kind of comes up to you pop up right (laughs) and so i i will you know take note of everything and then research but also i listen to my intuition sometimes i'm going to be listening to you and then an herb is like speaking to me and i'll write down the name sometimes the herbs will come in dreams and I'll write it down. When it's herb that I know, I'll understand why. Sometimes it's herbs that I don't know about. And when I'll research, it makes complete sense. So that's how it works. And then after that, I'll we'll talk about a protocol of lifestyle changes, food and herbs that are realizable, that is realistic to your life and time and budget. And then I'm following you in your steps. So the next month, we're going to see what are the changes, you know, how have you been feeling so we can either readjust or keep using the same herbs. And then I'm accompanying you into that change while you use the herbs. And uh, it's beautiful to see people, you know, feeling better and trusting more the herbs because once it goes well one time, you know, you want to go back for yeah. around for anything mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. And also just like, maybe taking a step away from continuously popping an Advil or Tylenol or, you know, and like really stepping into their well-being and having these consultations with you to understand their bodies with your expertise. So that's really cool. And there's a (laughs) lot of challenges too. You know, sometimes, you know, you need to stop some like popular drugs, coffee, Mm -hmm. cigarettes, or like food, you know, food, diet, and the what the way we work is that we give alternatives to healthier alternatives so that you start consuming more, eating more healthy, and then your body feels so good from it that when you put the drug or the toxin in your body, your body will tell you right away, it will make you feel right away bad. So you naturally let it go. I see. So oh. it's a process. Wow. Like everything's a process. Nothing's done like this quick. It's not a magic pill that you swallow mm-hmm. but that's why the accompanying process yeah where you feel that you have somebody you can talk to and understand you and it's important as any other healing modalities it's good to have somebody who can always you know you can talk to and get some support yeah so amazing so as a herbalist i'm sure the topic of boosting your immune system is something which you're very passionate about sharing yes especially during the state of the world this past year and a half so can you share with us your perspective on this topic and the importance of building a strong immunity to fight off and prevent illness and disease well yeah like this past year and a half that's what we've been seeing if your immunity is not top notch you won't make it 
as hard as it can sound, this is our reality. So it's a good kick in the behind. So we kind of like wake up and realize, wait a minute, like I need to make sure I'm on top of my game. So it's easy to do. There are so many herbs that you already have in your kitchens that you can use to boost your immunity. And so there's, uh, you know, vitamin C. It starts with food. It always starts with food. So health and immunity starts with a good and healthy diet, a healthy gut, also proper sleep. So when I mean proper sleep, it's between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. That's when ah. you charge your battery to 100%, ah, okay. right? Okay. And so uh, reducing stress levels, breath work, meditation, positive visualiz visualization, being surrounded by positive people, listening to amazing and inspiring podcasts, you know, <laughs> the good positive high frequencies you, you feed your body, your mind, your soul with mm -hmm. is also going to help boost your immunity, helping people, you know, being of service, being of, uh, of purpose is ways to boost your immunity holistically and and then also understand what is going on right now with the whole virus situation and the the change into like the vaccine situation is also changing the game into the the mutating variation and some have been mentioning spike protein and so a lot of herbs can help our body Def, like stimulate your immunity, boost, shield your immunity. And so I've been using these every day since March 2020. And what I've been seeing is that, you know, I work in an herb store, so a lot of people come in and they're sick. So first, I'm not afraid of it. If I have to die, I'll have to die. Like, that's what we signed up for, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's harsh to say it, but I mean... It's yeah, like, it's right? reality. <laughs> And, and so, but what I've been seeing is that when I got sick, the symptoms were way less strong. So um, the fever would last maybe one day, I would cough just a little bit and I would be strong so I can keep on going. It was not stopping me. Hmm. So that's what I like to call my immunity shot. Mm -hmm. It's like this cocktail of herbs. <laughs> chugging every day. Yeah, I think one of the first times that I came into your um, shop, I had one of the immunity shots. The cure? That's it, yeah. <laughs> the cure in the menu, it says that it cures everything except death. Oh, there you go, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it was so, so like, I felt like it was just like immediately just working on my body. <laughs> right, you do feel it. And so, yeah. for example, the cure has turmeric, which is anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antibacterial. There is black cumin seed that is also antiviral, black cumin seed oil, lime juice, make sure they're organic. If not, they're not as medicinal. Honey, raw, non-pasteurized honey. And what else did I put in there? Cayenne. Mm -hmm. Cayenne will kind of like oxygenate <laughs> and detoxify and is also antibacterial. So you have a little shot of that every day and not, don't worry. Yeah. You know, you know, you're, you're taking your immunity, your booster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started making like elixirs throughout this past year as well, just at home, something along those lines <laughs> with the, the ginger, the turmeric and the lemon juice and the, some pepper in there and boiling it on the stovetop like a, like a witch or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a potion. <laughs> Which is what we always used to do. You know what I loved? A phenomenon that happened here in the Dominican Republic. Rep Dominican Republic has a culture of drinking herbs. You know, the herbs grow everywhere. You don't need to go buy them. Like 
they don't come to my shop. <laughs> you know, they, they, they just know where they grow and like harvest yeah, them. Yeah. But people started to drink teas every day. The tea culture came back. And that was something I was observing. I saw that the grandmothers, the elders of the Dominican, knew how to make bottles of medicine and elixirs, and their ch children didn't bother with a learning. And so I said, we're losing this folkloric a traditional oral culture. It's going to die with them. But then what happened is that the coronavirus came to reawaken this tradition. And so people started drinking teas and teas. And they've been telling me, no, like we haven't seen people drinking as much tea. So the culture has been alive. And that's a good byproduct, right? Where we're like, okay, we can't go to the drugstore. We have no money to go because no one's working, but the herb are growing. And like, I believe in this because I know we've been using that, so it's beautiful to see. So herbs that are used here in the Dominican Republic, which I think is what you want to know. Yeah, okay. yeah. We have anamu, ginger, turmeric. Um, there's raw garlic. It needs to be raw. You can't cook it. Thyme is an amazing antibiotic, antibacterial. We have elderberries, mullein. These are herbs that, I mean, it's some you can find here. Some it's it are herbs that you can also, you can all order them online. Mullein, there's tulsi, holy basil, hibiscus. What else do we have? Star anise tea, which tastes amazing. Um, what else am I using? Oh, the mushrooms, the superstars of the yes. herbal world right now. <laughs> we have reishi mushrooms, shaga, cordyceps that will boost and shield your immunity. Echinacea as always, ele campane, oregano poleo. So these are all herbs, uh, cinnamon that you already have in the house, onion. So the Dominican Republic have um, a traditional recipe called el rompepecho. Which means like that breaks your lungs, but in the meaning of like breaking a flu from the lung, right? Uh -huh, yeah. And so you can blend in a blender one onion, aloe, aloe vera, the gel that you take from the the arm, the little arm of the plant, honey, and um, you can add some garlic and also watercress. And you will blend that into kind of like a green juice. And when you drink it, it, you know, it's decongestant and also, you know, helps the mucus come out and like it's a long tonic at the same time. So that's a recipe that you can do just by going to the supermarket. Yeah. You know, crazy. <laughs> There's so much just outside. <laughs> it's all there. It grows in your backyard. It's so <laughs> wonderful to have all that abundance around us. Yes, exactly. So you're going to be leading an online herbalism course this fall in which people can actually sign up right now for the wait list. Can you share with us more about what you're offering yeah. and what to expect? Okay, I'm super excited about this offer. I'm not sure exactly if it's going to be this fall, so I don't want to make false promises, but I, I really aim that it happens around those dates. But what it is, it's to give you sovereignty into these times. It started from being in Montreal when the pandemic started and everybody was freaking out and I was about the, the virus and their health and people were dying, you know? And I was walking around the city and understanding that you don't want to be stuck in a city in a pandemic or a zombie apocalypse or whatever. It's the worst place you want to be. But everywhere I looked around me, I saw herbs that were specifically designed to cure and heal the, the, the dynamic of the pandemic from 
you know, calming the nerves, helping sleep, boosting your immunity, detoxifying your system from toxins and heavy metals, feeding you. You have no money to line up or to go to a supermarket with food shortage. Uh, you know, that grows and just eat that. It's going to give you way more nutrition than whatever crap you can buy at the supermarket cereal full of sugar section. So, and I was looking around me and I was like, everything's there. You know, I don't, I don't need anything else. So I was like, but I have the, these lenses to see this world. And I really want to share these lenses with people. So the program is going to be around giving you the ability to know the herbs that are growing around you. That means your backyard, the park, sidewalk crack, little forest close to your, your city where herbs to soothe and heal the nervous system, to boost your immunity, to feed and detoxify you, and also protect your inner energy field, your auric field, your electromagnetic field, and, you know, enhance spirituality. And we're, you know, learning how to do our flower essences from the flower that are growing and growing around you and calling your attention. So um, it's specifically designed so that if, you know, zombie apocalypse arrives, you're like, whatever, you know, I'm going to survive this. this. Yeah. And we need people who know how to do that yeah. because uh, these people who would have taken the time uh, to understand and learn how to heal themselves will be able to heal others, Yeah, you know, and that's what the uh, mission is about is spread the knowledge of the herbs to as many people as possible before I leave the earth plane. So at <laughs> least I've been doing something productive yeah. on this planet, you know? No, so amazing. I can see the passion coming through your, Full of your passion. eyes and your heart it's all right about now. the passion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> yes. That's so amazing. And uh, so, yeah, everyone, I will link the information for this online course in the description of this episode where you can find more information. Now, can you please share maybe one or two muses in your life that you'd love to share and give a shout out to? Of course, of <laughs> course. So I have these two amazing, I call them gurus and masters that I met while I was in Los Angeles. And, you know, they, they, they have such an impact in my life that I have dreams about them once in a while where they give me messages. But they're like these amazing trailblazers, angels, inspiring people. So the first one is Guru Jagat and she uh, has a Kundalini Yoga Institute in Venice and also in Manhattan and one in Spain in Mallorca and she's just amazing. She's like leading or, or giving us the tools as leaders of the new era pretty much how to be amazing creative leaders that are in alignment with abundance and the, the, that creative you know infinite flow of abundance and how to be responsible you know to be the stewards of the new earth so uh, it's all about kundalini yoga technology mantras and sound uh, medicine and you know way of thinking and creating your reality your abundant abundant reality so i love listening to her podcast and she has the rama tv um platform also so yeah i love her like i really love her and then the other guy is uh, ralph smart which i also met on venice boardwalk and he's all about uh, keeping the frequency high so he has like programs, everyday program on his uh, YouTube channel where you can go listen and he talks about spiritual ascension and how to keep your frequency high. And he's a good support, you know, when you need some somebody to listen to, to shift your frequency in 20 minutes. And, and yeah, he's amazing. He's just like a, 
the human crystal. I love that. <laughs> yes. I will link Alita's muses in this episode as well. So you can check them out. So we're going to get to the follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive affirmation with our listeners? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's pretty much in the, in the question. It's, it's follow your bliss, follow your dreams, listen to the inner voice. You know, when you don't listen to the inner voice, you get headaches. You know, I wasn't supposed to do a master's degree in communication in Montreal and be stuck in that university cold temperature, whatever. <laughs> that story of the past. So listen, listen. You know, if you have symptoms, try to figure out, go pick up a psychosomatic book and see what does it mean. And you, we were meant to come here to do something. And right now, that 2020 shift came to show us exactly that there's no more time to waste. We came here to lead this earth into higher frequencies, more love, more sharing, more community. And there's a lot of healing to be done, inner healing to be done. So it's, you know, the symptoms are normal. They're just showing us where we need to, you know, cleanse whatever is not meant to be there in order to become who we, we truly are, which is like a manifestation of unconditional love and, you know, like this purity of the heart, of the soul, of righteousness that we all have access to, but we need to walk that path, right? So that's where I am right now. It's walking the path of the righteous, you know, divine being that we are so that we can at least, you know, preserve a beautiful planet for us, ourselves and our children and the generations to come. Yeah, absolutely. That's the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Alisa. Thank you so much for allowing me to share the message. Today. Yes, I'm so happy to share this space with you and share your story. And I hope that this resonates with somebody listening out there. <laughs> I know it want. completely resonates with me. And for everyone listening, Alita will be offering Moosai Collective listeners a very special promo code for all worldwide shipping from her apothecary apothecary <laughs> apothecary it's a word I have problems pronouncing <laughs> the coupon code is musai20 and is valid until July 31st 2022 I will add this promo code in the description as well and Alita you're such a beautiful soul and I can't wait to learn more about what you're offering and you know thank you so much for being here thank you so much <laughs> god bless you okay see you soon <laughs>